Guys, welcome back to another episode of the League Crawler Podcast. Um, this is episode three. Today we have an amazing guest named Curtis. Curtis is the you're the owner or the creator of a site called S or Sports Gamers Online. That's correct, right, Curtis? Yep, yep. You just call me the natural. I just nice. Um, so those are that's who we're gonna have today. The cool news about today's installment is it's a little bit different than what we've been doing previously. Week one, I don't know if you had the chance to listen, Curtis, but week one, we actually had um, the the owner of League Crawler himself, Matt, come on, explain what League Crawler was, what um, the, the site were. Week two, we had OMFL commissioner um, Nate, come on, amazing show for anybody that didn't get a chance to check that out. A 20-year league that these guys have been doing it forever some incredible insight for how franchise even got started. It, it was an amazing, amazing show. Um, so I highly encourage anybody that hasn't had a chance to check that out to jump back over there and see that. But today I'm really excited to have to have Curtis on to talk about SFO uh, or SGO. I apologize, SGO, and kind of kind of get your thoughts on the current state of gaming. Um, for sports and everything else that we got going on. Have you heard the news that the NCAA is on its way back? Yeah, yeah, that's the big news today. Um, ton of news about that. Uh, we don't know many much details. Uh, and I, when I heard about that this morning, I was uh, pretty elated. That's something that we have been um, following along very closely and covering on the site as well as our YouTube channel, um, stating that uh, they were overcome a lot of, and they still haven't overcome some of the legal hurdles, um, but that they would be bringing the game back eventually. Uh, there were a lot of detractors saying that it, it was not going to come back, but uh, I've always, uh, you know, kept creating content, uh, um, you know, with the, the thought that it would eventually be brought back and it's good to finally be vindicated and get to get that news today. Oh, man, I agree with you. Guys, for those of you that are going to be looking for NCAA leagues or um, communities to be a part of that are going to house this game, as we start getting more information as the game gets closer to release, and, and from my understanding, we're still a couple years away from this. It's not anything that's going to be released in the next year, uh, but they are laying the groundwork for what is coming. Uh, but as that gets closer, we will be opening recruitment channels on the Discord app. You will have places that you can go in and look for that. Uh, but I agree, Curtis. I am super excited for what is coming. Um, from my understanding, there are still a lot of legal hurdles to jump through when it comes to what teams are going to be in there, if they're going to be able to pay players to get real players all these different kind of things so but i'm i'm really excited that they've got the groundwork going the other big news of the week though was mlb is coming to xbox um and i've already had a couple people reach out and say hey are you guys going to open up a recruit or mlb on the discord yes leave crawlers discord will have places for mlb to recruit for those kind of communities as well and again, with SGO, I'm sure you guys are probably excited that MLB is becoming more of a, a game that can be consumed by more gamers. Yeah, yeah, something that we, we've known uh, about previously, but it's good to finally get some uh, confirmation that the game is coming out um, because they kind of announced it, they went quiet for a while. But it's good to see that. And um, any, anything you know that can grow the uh, sports gaming community and get more people involved and able to get hands-on, I think is a good thing. Oh, I agree. Um, a couple other things, guys, before we really get into the interview with Curtis is 
Don't forget to check out League TV over on the Discord, League Live Games, and League Tweets. If you're having Twitter and you're using Twitter to promote some of the stuff you guys got going on, send me over your guys' Twitter info. I will automate that into the Discord channel so that anytime you guys are using Twitter, it auto-posts to, to the site. Um, if you have things that are on YouTube, podcasts, different kind of content that you would like other people to see the hard work you're doing, go go put that link in League TV. We want to see what you guys are doing for your guys' league. We want to see those episodes. We want to see what you're doing. Um, right now, there's a couple cool things over there. I know that a guy named Sandman um, has been doing something for the SPA community. He he records all of his, his games with audio. I know that he's getting into a little bit of graphic work um, to update what he's doing, uh, but he records all of those. He cuts it. He edits them. He puts them on YouTube. Go over there and give those a check. Um, the Elite Wire is, a is I want to say, a podcast, but it's also done via video, so it's kind of like a television show. Uh, but it's something that the elite does for theirs, their league. It's incredible. Um, I went over there, and even though I'm not a part of their league, you real recognizes real, in my opinion, when you see people really care about the work that they're doing. It's just infectious. Get over there and check that stuff out. Um, Soden Bowl has been posting some stuff in league live games, and they've got some of the top-notch graphical work out of anybody's doing for any kind of live games. It's incredible. Um, but get over there and check some of that stuff out. When it comes to league news, I know a lot of you guys have been asking, hey, how do I get my, my news up on the site? If you come over here, guys, I'm, I'm going to do this real quick. Uh, I'm on the site with you. If you come over here and you click the league crawler news and you go down to publish a post to this collection, you'll have the opportunity to post some of your stuff and we can read some of those things live. That is kind of where league crawler is at the moment. Let's get in to SGO, Sports Gaming Online. Curtis, this is your baby, right? Uh, yeah, me amongst uh, there's some other uh, uh, folks like uh, Mike Straw uh, that is heavily involved uh, uh, being the, the lead editor and uh, content creator. So uh, it's not just me. It's a group of guys um, have about, uh, you know, about six or seven writers uh, three, four content creators. So, um, you know, this is definitely not uh, all me, but I definitely did uh, the start this year. Now, when we started, my, myself and Matt, when we started talking about wanting to do a league crawler podcast, uh, there were a few people that I know that Matt initially had as I want to get you guys on as fast as possible. You were a part of that list. Why is that? Why would that be something in your opinion that you're like, yeah, Matt would want to get us on here? Um, what is that relationship like? Yeah, we kind of uh, both, uh, I won't say started together or anything like that, but we both found each other very early uh, in the thing that we were kind of would chat on uh, um, Twitter and stuff. Uh, because really, when I initially started uh, Sports Gamers Online, it was just a forum um, and it was just basically about leagues and, and playing in leagues. And I played, I've been playing Madden since. <laughs> excuse me, it's exception. Um, oh, before there were online leagues, we, we used to have in-person leagues uh, like the BFL. We would literally meet on, on uh, every Saturday night and we would have literally a 32-man in-person league. I, think, I don't think there's anything else uh, like it or there will be ever since. Um, but progressing into online leagues, I've always played in Madden leagues um, and then it was just natural. Uh, we kind of uh, gravitate towards each other on Twitter and start talking and, and it always, uh, you know, I thought it was he seemed like a great guy and always, you know, want to support uh, what he was doing with his site. And, and we've always just kind of supported each other in the same way. So when he asked me if I wanted to come on and do this, of course I would uh, accept it. 
that's that really matches up with what he was saying. Now you just said something that kind of blew in mind. And I don't want to pass over this. You said thirty-two per thirty-two in-person leagues. Um, yeah, yeah, the BFL out of Atlanta. Uh, this was years ago. Uh, this is when I was kind of uh, just finishing up uh, college. Uh, so uh, not not trying to date myself too much, but yeah, we would have actual and this, this ran for years. It wasn't like a one time thing. The BFL, I mean, maybe whew, at least maybe eight years. I want to say the BFL ran full seasons. I mean, everything that you're talking about that leagues have now, um, we would have uh, you know trophies, we would have player of the year awards, best passer, best defense, and all that. And it was just guys. Uh, BFL stands for Brothers for Life. I'm still friends with many of my uh, BFL members back from from then um they would all gather um and they we actually rented out a huge uh like kind of a town hall hall area and they would bring in you know uh you know 12 15 tvs in full people would bring their own systems uh hook it up set it up and we go head to head um and of course there was no need for internet no need for online anything no online connectivity needed you were sitting right next to the person and you would play basically three games uh, a night and you would have you would know who's on your schedule um and you would play those three games and you do it again come do it again the next weekend uh, uh and that's how it was very yet to be dedicated you know because you had to give your basically your saturday uh nights up uh to come do that but it was well worth it and it was an amazing experience that uh like i said i, I don't think it'll ever be duplicated no nah, man i don't think that'll ever be duplicated. that sounds like one of the best experiences i think i could ever possibly have with Matt. It reminds me back when I was a kid, and we would have like um, our friends come over. We would do like uh, the Nintendo sixty four, hook them all up, and you would yeah. do uh, like the James Bond kind of runs. Oh stuff. yeah, Goldeneye. Yeah, man, incredible. Like, yeah, yeah. Pe- pe- the kids, the kids nowadays have no idea what that's like. Uh, no, no, o- I- online gaming cannot duplicate. Uh, you sitting right next to someone and the trash talk and the pressure and all that. Especially we start talking about the playoffs. We would literally do the playoffs all in one one sitting pretty much so uh guys would get there early in the morning and you'd be playing games till we finished till we got a, a you know a super bowl champion and they would like literally be you know usually at least 20 guys you know and, and uh we had one of the guys had a really nice house with a, a kind of a nice basement area uh den area and we would all do it there and you talk about pressure and guys all in your back and you know a big play and it, just the amount of uh just camaraderie came from that and just uh like i said it's called brothers for life bfl for a reason and i uh, and i'm still friends with a lot of guys today but going through that is a different experience and kind of sitting home you know in the comfort of your own home and your own internet connection and all that when you don't got uh 20 guys uh breathing on your back you know rooting against you or, or for you or whatever uh, that's definitely a, a different experience yeah, man, that sounds incredible. Now, I, I know we got to get into a lot of other stuff, but I, I'm stuck on this. How did you guys do like the offseason stuff? Or did you do an offseason or did you just redo a, another season? Or how would that work? Um, yeah, w- once once it finished, that was it. There, there was no multiple seasons and everything. Like that was we did because it was once a week, one game, one cycle a week, whatever, like one uh you play those three games. So basically there was no off. The offseason was when the next game comes out. So gotcha. it, it would span those uh you know 17 weeks or whatever of a real nfl season type deal play the yeah. super bowl and then that was it for the year and then yeah, you would, that, next time you would see them play you know you would play again would be the next madden that is intense that sounds incredible man all right so another thing that you mentioned was it started um sgo started as a forum uh so when you guys initially started um sports gamers online what was the initial thought that you had uh, there's a whole origin story that gets real deep that I've never really 
told publicly. Uh, one day I'll probably keep that because it involves a bunch of other people and sites. And I mean, guys who are uh, known community members now, guys who work for EA now. It's a lot that goes into it that I'm not ready. I won't say not ready to reveal, but uh, one day I will. It, it's going to be uh, something that's going to be uh, some content or at least monetized probably if I ever bring that up. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll just say that um, I kind of uh, was with another at another site and then, uh, you know, things didn't work out and I was basically like, you know, I could start my own. Like I could do this. Like, you know, right. this is nothing, you know, what do I need to do? Okay. Uh, you know, form software, WordPress, et cetera, et cetera. Let me, let me just start my own. And then um, I thought, I think there was, you know, there was already existing sites like, um, operation sports or whatever. And I felt like I could kind of do take things, attack things from a different angle um, mm -hmm. than what they were doing it. And, uh, and kind of uh, slowly, I, I I've kind of figured out, uh, you know, that you can actually um, make money on YouTube. And I was surprised about that. So I started doing YouTube and kind of integrating that with the site. And it just, uh, it's, it's, it's worked out well. I mean, it, you know, it's not, my goal was to eventually be the ESPN of sports gaming. Uh, we're definitely much short of that, uh, but uh, uh, we, we've, we've done pretty well. So that's where I, I anticipate you guys are wanting to take it is to be the ESPN of sports gaming then, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which is funny. We kind of predated to ESPN having esports on their on their site, so they kind of maybe beat us to the punch. Uh, but no, uh, I, I think it's something that we is always got to have goals to, to work towards, right? And so um, we've always been doing that. And we just recently um, uh, relaunched a new design uh, web design on the site. I, I think it's uh, it's much more mobile friendly. Um, the traffic has been improving and, and pretty good with that. Uh, and so we're just kind of just keep trying to grow our you know our our fan base and community and continue to uh, just try to put out quality work. Now, the site that he's talking about, guys, is sportsgamersonline.com. I'm on their site right now. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of blown away by everything that you guys have. I've been checking it out over the last week. We've kind of been talking back and forth on, on when we were going to sit down and do this. Um, but the level of immersion you guys have with every single game is just incredible. Is there one game that you say would attract more attention from your guys' site, or is it pretty much just just everything goes? Uh, we cover all all sports gaming, everything. I mean, even some fringe stuff. There, there was so many different games you don't even probably not even heard of uh, that. I don't know if there's even you know you know there's fishing games, there's nature games, there's shoot. You know, does that fall under sports? Uh, I, I have one came across that was a um, drone drone flying. You know, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, like, there's so many like kind of fringe things uh, that, you know, uh, handball, you know, is, is that? Yeah, I mean, maybe sort of kind of even, you know, there's a lot of indie games that 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 kind of fall in the sports umbrella. Maybe, maybe not, depending on, you know, how you look at it, uh, that uh, like, you know, people like racing, you know, racing. People say yes. Monster truck racing. Who knows? Yeah. If there's a winner and a loser, it's got to be a, some kind of competition, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Is that is that a sport? I mean, I, that's up to you guys. If, if people want to see monster truck racing on SGO, uh, I would I would put a monster truck. Right, we know we'll cover that. So, um, whatever uh, <laughs> the audience out there, you know, we we kind of go with that. Uh, so we, I try to. One thing I do try to do is always try to give uh, the indie guys some love in the small developer studios. And I think a lot of times, other uh, uh, just general. Um, 
major bigger sites, you know, IGN, uh, GameSpot, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they don't really cover those smaller indie titles. So we always try to show them some love and, and cover their games and, uh, and create content for, uh, for those games on YouTube as well. No, I think it's a great idea, man. I always wanted to do my best to help out everybody equally. Um, and I just kind of feel like helping out indie gamers, that's, that that reaches me a little bit more because I like helping the little guy. Having said that, what games are coming out indie-wise that you would recommend? Or what games are out right now that you would recommend? Um, um yeah, right right now, I mean, there's, there's a ton of... Um, uh, it's gonna slip my mind. Little football indie games that are Sunday Rivals um, is a good one. Um, uh, what was the other, the other? I'm trying to remember the other baseball game that's amazing and that I'm a big fan of. Um, it's kind of like cartoonish players. The RBI? No, not RBI. No, I would not recommend RBI. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play. I baseball game since i got rid of my playstation because the show was pretty much the only thing that i'd been kind of logging on to so if you got anything i can check out man super, super, super mega baseball super mega baseball super, yeah i've heard about that actually i've seen a couple different things yeah as I, that's never- fun that's great uh one of the biggest indie games that, that are coming that um we're, we're f- fully behind uh support of uh esports boxing club not sure if you've heard of that one but uh i yeah, they're trying to bring kind of a, you know, next-gen boxing uh, or, or a AAA-type uh, boxing back. So that's been going for a while with Fight Night going away. So they're trying to fill that void. And um, so far, you never know until a game comes out, but so far it really looks amazing. Um, they've done quality, great, really great work from a small team. Yeah, no, that boxing fight night was one of those games that I think we would we would sit down with a group of friends, just like we were talking about earlier, and all do those together. I, I never really played that online, um, but that would be something incredible to see brought back into the game community. Speaking of sports gaming in general, what are your thoughts on the current state of sports gaming in in at least online fashion? Yeah, I, I think it's it's pretty bad right now. <laughs> um, I think uh, the the bigger thing to really look at is the the cost of increase in game development over time has really pushed a lot of the small guys uh, out of development um, and bringing new games. You know, because back in the day, and I sound like old man. Back in the day, in my heyday, uh, we used to have <laughs> uh, you know eight different football games to choose from, right? You know, so whatever type of football game you like, from top down, side scrolling, you know pixels 3d polygons or whatever you had your option of it um you know from from joe montana on uh but really is pretty much right now just kind of mad and um so i think that's really hurt that the, the cost development it's really hard to make a football game um there's other you know indie um type games like maximum football um and axis but um it just shows it's, it's hard you know those games are those guys are great, um, but of course they're not to the level of Madden. It's just I don't think people realize that football is probably the hardest game to make, and not just sports game, but period. Like if there was a top five most difficult games to make, um, like you know, uh, like MMORPG and like football would like be in the top three for sure, uh, just because of the amount of physics interactions and all that that happened in the football game and, and the AI required from all uh, 22 players. So, um, But uh, just in general, out, outside of that, just the space in general, it's, it's really shrunken down. And the, the I think it's really going in the wrong direction because of those 
the pressure put on with the development costs, they've had to go and monetize and, and try to find new ways to monetize content. And that's why we had the rise of Ultimate Team, which um, many of us have uh, felt that they've pushed other modes kind of out of the forefront and it's, it's made the, it's made it, you know, definitely other, the full game suffer from that. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, one of the issues that I, I wish the EA would kind of sit down and do is realize that making a game year by year um, just isn't, isn't the, in the best interest of making the best game possible because they end up from my understanding and I may be wrong. They spend about six months patching it and then they spend six months creating the next version of the next game. In my opinion, I wish they would just go to uh, uh, every two years releasing a game or at least have a different studio from EA release one every other year or something, you know. Uh, I think there are ways they can go about that. But... Well, well, they're, they're pretty much in the full, uh, you know, service uh, model where they're just going to patch year round and uh, almost like uh, how they do with, with I think eventually going to go to how they do the, the mobile where they just kind of have seasons and not like full releases. Um, so mm-hmm. they'll just, you know, you kind of just pay uh whether i'm not sure if a monthly fee or whatever but just go to that full live service model whether and i i I feel like i feel like the patching thing it's so it's seen as such a negative but i I don't know i guess coming from playing games for a while and remembering having game breaking bugs in a game in a cartridge and you just had to live with it to the next one came out i welcome patches i welcome fixes i have no issue with it whatsoever as long of course they're not breaking other things which has happened you know that's you want to avoid that but improving the game and adding features adding modes like they've done i i think it's a positive and i hate that the community doesn't really see it that way oh i me and you are in the same boat with that here's my thing I don't understand how us as a community can get on them and say, these are the things that I want installed immediately, because that's pretty much what the, in my opinion, the gaming community has become is we're going to unite together. These are the things that we want to see, get this done. Then the team goes in there to get it done. Things break and they're like, ah, oh, you broke my seats. Now we got to restart. Well, five months ago, you were complaining that you wanted to put all these things in. And now when we're trying to put these things in and they're breaking, you're, there's just not a win in my opinion. Yeah, it just so, shows a lack of maturity. And, and and I think the community is very uh, either made of young people or very young minded. They want it all now, you know, and as someone and you said, we talked earlier that has children, you know, got to see that kind of mentality is that, oh, we want it. We want everything we want. And we want it right now. Like we don't want to wait for, it, you know, so uh, I think that's just, you know, just maybe young folks. But I understand their frustration that they haven't gotten things over time, over years. But even when they add it, they're like, oh, it should have been in already. So, I mean, well, what do you want them to do? Just don't put it in at all then? I mean, because people were talking about they wanted mouthpiece for the longest. And then they when they put mouthpieces in, they go, oh, this should already been in already. Like, right. why is it? Well, what do you want then? Like, you know, it's like, what? okay, they just not put it at all then. And then, what? I mean, it's like, they want everything they want at this moment. And if you bring it later, it's a problem. If you update it later, they don't want updates. So it's like, well, what, what do you want? Do you want the perfect game released uh, 10 years ago? And it's like, it's not how things work. Yeah, no, the, it, it's funny to me that games like 2K, the, the old football games still get brought up because I, in the last year, I actually logged into 2K just to kind of see, be like, yeah, you know what? I've always had this fond appreciation for what 2K was. And I'm going to tell you, playing a Madden game now versus 2K game 10 years ago, it's a night and day difference. Like, I like the stuff that 2K had in their game, 
but there's zero comparison for what's on the field. Like it's just not, it's not even in the realm of discussion with where they're competing against each other. So I think people are just a little bit short-sighted on the amount of growth that these games have seen and how hard it is actually to implement stuff um, year by year. I just don't think there's an understanding. I don't really think there's a uh, want to have an understanding. I think the community is just like, these are the things we want and get it done. Um, but past that level of involvement, they don't really want to be involved. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. Uh, a lot of times, I'll see I'll see some crazy stuff, and I, you know, people still say two K is a better game than Madden. Two K's presentation, yes, is still better than Madden. The gameplay yep. is not, but people won't go back and play that. If you go back and play two K gameplay, is not better than Madden's gameplay right now. Two um, K had its own set of glitches and issues. People just yep. they just you know you know they don't remember any of that. They just remember the positive things and selective memory that that folks have, um, like the whole thing with NCAA today. I was like, people act like NCAA is the greatest game. Oh my gosh, play football, bring it back. It's so amazing. I remember back then when people had the same issues they have with Madden now about NCAA. Like, yep. And they were saying, oh, it's glitches, it's problems, oh, you know, EA Sports sucks. And soon it goes away, oh, NCAA, I miss you so much. You were so perfect. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. just wild seeing that. Or, uh, you know, I get comments all the time, um, like, I'm sports posting uh, different indie games, and they're like, oh, this looks like a PS2 game, or this looks like – and I've seen quality games, like – Esports Boxing mm-hmm. Club are different games that are that look great. And they'll say, oh, it looks like a PS2, looks like a mobile game. I'm like, dude, go load up a PS2 game and go see. Yeah. Are you serious? Like, people just don't remember and they just have, I don't know, it's just internet mentality. It's just, I don't honestly don't know why people are the way they are. <laughs> to be honest, I think it has a lot to do with social media. I think people read what other people are saying. They just kind of latch onto that. And then you kind of get the Me Too movements going on for all these different things. And that's that's pretty much just how it goes, which has its positives and it has its negatives. And I really wish that the community would start coming together more for the right causes rather than just heat, right? Because sending all of these hate messages towards all these people is not going to help, um, especially when it's not even dictated towards the right people. So Yeah, when you've got the wrong people kind of leading a mob, uh, they get pointed in the wrong direction. Um, and and I, I was fully behind in support of fixed Madden franchise movement and those things. But like you said, and when it starts getting negative and you're attacking developers and people online and all that, it's just, you know, I can't be behind that. That's not the direction I'm ever going to go in. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Changing the subject a little bit. Have you dived into the franchise mode for Madden um, at all uh, this this series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm um yeah, definitely. Uh I'm I'm actually in um PML, which is the number one uh Madden League uh pretty much out there on, on Daddy League, League Crawler. Um we have other content creators like myself and uh Cookie Boy, D Lloyd, um Hype Mike who does content for the NFL. Uh, we've past in past had developers uh like EA developers on Madden, like official mole in the league. Uh currently we have a couple of CFL players. Uh, and the professional football players in the league as well. So it's really a league like uh, no other. Okay, and you said it's PML? Mm-hmm. Okay, what does that stand Premier for? Premier Madden League. And you can check that out at uh, PremierMaddenLeague.com. Okay, I do think I've heard of Premier.com before. Of course, before. of course you have. You know leagues, you heard of PML. We we are well uh, known across. The guys talk about competitive leagues and one of the best players you can find anywhere. And we're always – 
looking uh, for the best of the best sim players. So uh, go on the go on the website and you can apply today. We have a pretty lengthy waiting list and application process, but uh, once you get in, there's nothing like it as far as uh, uh, the content and, and different things that we have, features that we kind of really make up for things that Madden doesn't have in the game. Um, anywhere from you know from training camps uh, to offensive defensive coordinators. Um, to uh, we even have a whole full within the league, a full fantasy uh, betting system in the league uh, where guys draft other guys, players and play in a, a team full of eight. Uh, they have their own. We have our own full fantasy system. We have a full betting system where guys bet on game of the week using their content points. And then they, they uh, are able to acquire content points by doing content. Um, and uh, anywhere we have weekly shows, PML pregame, uh, fantasy shows, highlights, uh, pretty much everything you see uh, you can find on ESPN and we, we pretty much cover. When you start talking about content, man, you're talking my language. Um, I love getting onto the Twitch thing. I love putting my overlays on. I love putting on the doing those kind of things. When you guys talk about content, what are the things you enjoy to produce? I actually do the uh, the PML pregame show uh, and you can find that on my, uh, well, I don't, really, I don't care if people go watch my Twitch or not, but uh, I, I run it live on my Twitch channel and I usually have a different coach on or uh, uh, every single week. And then we kind of look at the matchup for the week and I pull up the daddy leagues and the my Madden and kind of uh, show the rankings and the stats. And we go through, you know, and we kind of predict uh, just like a, any, like a real pregame show who we think is going to win based upon the matchups and, you know, the history of both coaches. And uh, then we have their offensive defensive rankings and you know injuries and all that we get pretty detailed to go through each game um that's that's something i do on a weekly basis one of my favorites that i only do once or twice a year uh we actually have pml coach rankings um and then we uh coaching tiers so we have different tiers for all the coaches uh and then depending on how they they win and perform and the strength of schedule we rank and uh, raise or lower you can kind of go up or down uh the coaching tiers Man, everything that you guys got going on right now, I'm trying to take these notes as you're talking and like every single topic I have is kind of just blowing my mind, man. Um, from sports gamers online, starting on the forums, diving into all the different things that you guys got going on upon the site. Like I'm again, guys, I'm trying to go through what they've got going on here. And it is it, so I mean, they got AEW, which is a wrestling company. They've got UFC. They've got basketball football baseball hockey soccer like anything you could potentially want is up on this site curtis how could i best use this site in a way that functions what i'm looking for but also helps you guys continue to grow uh just share and check out if you like sports games um there's no other place i really like it that covers everything in the fashion that we do along with youtube content um, so, you know, you have the option for most of our things to, if you want to read an article is fine. If you want to watch the video and you kind of ride it in your car, and you just want to play the video and hear what we're talking about, about that subject, you can do that. Um, so, um, you know, anything, if, if whatever sports you like, we pretty much cover in depth and, uh, we're, we're actually growing the team. We've brought up some new writers. We're going to have more editorials, um, uh, trying to get more in depth in things and some more. And so we're not just kind of 
just like a news aggregate type thing, but we're trying to work on more of uh, editorial stuff. Uh, we brought on uh, folks like uh, Stephen uh, Montani, who's done a great job uh, early on, hopping on and, and starting to write editorials for us and, and more just specific SGO only content. Um, and then you can also find a, a lot of our stuff. If you become an SGO insider, you get a lot of news and, and different specific tips um, like guys are trying to get better at Madden or 2K. We have guys who that make our tip videos in there that can work with you. And, and, and you know, uh, so so guys who really want to take your game to the next level, uh, SGO Insider is a way to do that. And those guys actually got that NCAA info earlier than uh, pretty much everyone else. So uh, that's the definitely benefits of being uh, SGO Insider. You can check that out on our Patreon as well. What's awesome, what's funny about that, man, is I actually, you, you just brought me into my next topic because I am actually on your patreon.com sports slash sports gamers online page um, just to kind of help that out. So, guys, what he's talking about is if you go onto their site, it's a free site. Um, sports gamers online is free to you. If you, you jump on, you go over there, you check it out. Everything's good. But if you would like to become a Patreon member for a dollar um, a month, and it, correct me if I have any of this info wrong. Um, you get special SEO Reddit flair. You can submit videos or story topic ideas, and you get to join Mike's SEO Game of the Month Club. Um, that's what you get for a dollar. For five bucks, they have a, a bunch of other stuff from stickers, public thank yous, all the other previous award, monthly Q and A's, early access. Um, for five dollars, so guys, five bucks a month, and you get access. You would have known the NCAA was coming out a little bit earlier, from my understanding. Yeah, um, yeah. So for- the dollar gets you access to the chat, and we actually recently just lowered this just to kind of bring more uh, folks in uh, and, and grow the community. Uh, that gets access to the the exclusive Discord chat, but. Uh, the higher tiers, then you get more of the uh, insider info, and we have some, and we really started building this out. I mean, we got uh, you know more more tip channels uh, as well. We even started a, a stocks channel that guys are kind of getting into with the whole GameStop thing is the rage right now. So uh, we're definitely growing it out, and, and we're trying to help players in, in all types of ways uh, from their from their video game fundamentals to, to improving their stock portfolio. Yeah, guys, get on here. At least get the info for yourselves because I'm telling you, these guys are doing something that I just haven't seen anywhere else. Um, get on here. Check them out. If you've got the little bit of coin to spare, I mean, if if they're talking about stocks and they're talking about this new GameStop, from somebody that does stocks myself, um, I would have loved to have heard about GameStop four or five months ago because – I, I would be doing a lot of different things now at this point in, in my day. Yeah, uh, I was good. I actually but, got it early, man, but I held on too long. I I, <laughs> I should have sold that 500. Yeah. I was up big time. It may, it may jump back up. They're saying to continue to hold, but who knows? At, at this uh, point, I'm just going to hold. I'm just going to hold hashtag Diamond Hands. Uh, hashtag Wall Street bets. I'm I'm in there. I'm I'm fully supporting those guys and and uh and sticking it to the man at at, at down at Wall Street. So I'm holding, even though uh I'm I'm down uh, I'm down pretty bad <laughs> this morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I woke up a little bit disappointed, but I still I'm still giving it to the man. We'll see kind of what happens. <laughs> uh, but guys, if they're doing all these different kinds of things, I mean. 10 bucks a month. If I can give somebody 10 bucks a month and they give me a little bit of insight, man, that's that's cheap. Like that's, that's nothing. So guys, get on there, check this out. If they've got stuff that you're interested in, give them a look. Um, everything that's going on on Sports Gamers Online looks just looks incredible, guys. Seriously, get over there. They are sportsgamersonline.com. Um, getting into the next thing you said, I know you brought up a guy named Mike Straw, and you said Mike Straw was somebody that kind of helped you guys grow from the very beginning. 
Are there other people that you guys have on, on your staff or what you're doing that you want to give them a little bit of shout out and, and kind of bring some notoriety to the things that they're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Mike Straw, um, actually, uh, is lead editor. Uh, he's done a, a really great job. Um, as, as well as Chris, um, Chris is another one, uh, AKA, uh, dirty. We call him, uh, Chris SGO. Uh, he's been great. He's probably the lead content creator. He does all of our 2k and basketball stuff. Um, it's a little bit of everything. He does some of that, you know, other things as well, but mostly 2k, he does the best NBA 2k tips you will find anywhere, anywhere, um, hands down. Um, and so he's done a great job as well. So those, those really my, my two main guys There's other guys on the team, but those are the two that have been there from the, from the beginning, pretty, pretty much my right and left hand man, men there. Before we get any further, Curtis, we got to take a quick little break and we got to talk about the sponsors for the show. Guys, Space Trader is a brand new service designed to help like-minded business owners connect to each other. Go to the site, browse for opportunities to cross-promote, trade advertisements, share referrals with others in our community, and post your own ads for others to find. As a community, we can find, connect, and grow at spacetrader.com. The link is going to be below in the description, um, which is kind of like what we're doing here with Sports Gamers Online and LeagueCrawler.com. I know that you guys have always been pretty close. Where do you see each other kind of growing going forward? Where would you like to see these sites be in the next five to ten years? Uh, yeah, like I said, I was want to keep growing. Um, and, and my, my goal is still, you know, ESPN and sports gaming to, to get to that level someday. Um, we're, we're starting a podcast, going to do a video podcast pretty soon. Um, and that's something that hopefully we can start doing more, uh, content like that. Uh, we did, we went live for the NCAA news today and that was great. We had like, I think like 800 or something concurrent, uh, users all in the chat for that. So appreciate uh, all the guys that's uh, people that out there support SGO and uh, let's just just keep growing and, and kind of may, maybe turn into a movement and uh, really because uh, there's no one really out there doing all the sports games like how we do across the YouTube and the website. Um, so just kind of just just keep growing and, and keep working and uh, and that's it. Just stay on that stay on that grind pretty much. Yeah, no, you definitely got a new follower here. I'll I'll definitely be joining. I'm going to join up on this Patreon as soon as we get off here. Appreciate that. Um, what one would you recommend the most to somebody that, that's looking? I mean, I'm probably going to go. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm probably going to do the $10 a month. Uh, because I, I was going to say the Pro Bowler. Yeah, I would say the Pro Bowler pretty much gets everything that you you can want there. You don't really have to go higher than that. Um, uh, yeah, Pro Bowler gets you pretty much access to everything. And, and uh, so I, that that's what I would recommend. Okay, and do you have any advice for anybody else that's wanting to come up, be it in leagues, be it in coming up in video games, websites? What would be your advice to others that are looking at you as a trailblazer? Uh, I would say plan and prepare and don't don't delay, but make sure before you hop into something, study, whatever whatever it is. This is for anything, not just saying sports and gaming or whatever. Um any anything you want to get into, if it's basket weaving, whatever you want to study, and if whatever's out there currently, and you know, try to find a niche. Like, what can you do that's a little bit different um, that you, than what everyone else is doing, um, and you can find that audience that you, can, you know that that might like that thing. You know, there's always different people have all different tastes. You know, you never know. Um, you know, you might combine something or, or or hit a nerve that you know something that people will be looking for. Because I, I would I would never thought people would want to watch other people eat. Like I would never in my whole mind think that that would be a thing that people like, but someone started doing these, you know, mukbangs or whatever and just 
eating a whole bunch of food and people watch them. So there's always something out there that you can be creative with. Find uh, what you can do that someone else is not doing or a little different spin on that and just go and do it. You know, don't hesitate to go, go full force with it. Curtis, this has been awesome, man. Um, before we head out here, do you have any questions for me? Uh, sure. I mean, tell me what, what's, what's, what's the next show going to be about when I'm going to start following you guys, your stuff, what, what, what kind of direction you want to go in? Honestly, um, when Matt and me kind of talk about what this show is going to be, I know that we had talked about, let's, let's go like a month out. Let's do like two months out and let's try to plan. But what I've kind of noticed is that when I plan that far out ahead, it, it kind of leads to some people being like, Hey, I'm not gonna be able to do it right now. We're going to go to like the next week. And I didn't really want to, to pigeonhole people like that. I know like with me and you, it was really, I wanted it to be organic. I wanted us to be able to find a time to sit down just to talk and let it just be a very natural thing. Um, so I'd love to plan out months ahead because I'm very organized like that. But at the moment, it's really just like a week or two. And I really am just looking for, for guys that have a passion to kind of come on and talk about the things they're passionate about. Um, I didn't take this, this job to kind of promote myself. Um, this was really just about doing league crawler and kind of helping with, with others promotion. But I'm, I do this for the information side. Like I am, uh, I am a, big big person on wanting to get as much info as I can I just like to learn so when Matt offered me the opportunity to kind of sit down with guys like you um, it gives me the opportunity to kind of dive into somebody else's head and just kind of see where where they have passions for and I just kind of dive into those passions so next week I believe that we're going to have a commissioner on from um, I, I know that dad bods has been wanting to get on I'd really like to talk to them about their mug have you had a chance to look at some of the stuff dad bods no I gotta check that out yeah, if you go over to Lee Crawler's um, website, they actually have like a, a mug that's got the Dad Bods logo, and it, like it's that kind of stuff that just kind of blows my mind because I never would have thought about making a mug for the people that are in my league because I'm a commissioner of my own league um, by itself. So I I like the idea of seeing where other people's grow, and that was kind of my my reasonings for for doing these kind of shows. Yeah, I um, let me I'm gonna check this out. Let me see. Uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Maybe I'll go support uh yeah, dad bod there. This looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's cool. So tell tell me some more about your league. So SPA, Sim Players Association. Um, we started about five years ago. We the our whole goal is to define the word sim. I know that that's a word that, that the gaming community <laughs> uses, but it doesn't really have Good a definition for everybody. <laughs> everybody kind of has their um interpretation and what bothered me is as I would go through these leagues, everyone would be like, we're a sim league, we're a sim league, we're a sim league. And then like I would join these things and I'd be like, okay, so let's be sim. And they're like, yeah, but we're only sim like when it comes to contracts. I'm like, oh, okay. And then we'd go somewhere else and they'd be like, oh, no, 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 we're only sim on the field. You can do whatever you want off the field. I'm like, oh, okay. And what I was looking for was I'm an Arizona Cardinal fan. I've been, I've lived in Arizona my okay. entire life. I love Cardinals, but they've notoriously been yeah. terrible, right? Up until the last yeah. few years. And, and getting Kyle great um but i always enjoyed being able to go take my team and realistically try to build them in a way that i wanted to feel like my team could do this mm -hmm. in real life so when spa was first announced we went to 13 minute quarters which is a lot longer than most yeah, that's, leagues. that's about where we're at um, yeah, we do sliders that are on all Madden, but we even turn those even hard, about as hard as possible to account for the longer games to make the scores mm, realistic. To make I like stats that. Okay. Realistic. So good so far. Um, 
Yeah, everything that we do on the field is geared towards realism. Now, off the field, in my opinion, is where EA really lacks. And I know that everybody, when the when franchise released um, with this game, they were like, they didn't update anything. I'm, I'm all pissed off. But for the SPA community, we pretty much have gotten away from what they do in the offseason. So we have a silent bid system for anybody that's 80 overall okay. or better. Um, and if players are, are 80 overall better, they go into um, – a Google sheet and then people can make their bids on the Google sheet. And then we do a live broadcast with an AI that takes the top three bids um, that were submitted. And then the, the AI works as the player and the player gets to pick where he wants to go. Um, and then we do that all live for everybody to kind of see so that there's no um, shady things going on. Uh, but those are some of the things that we do to incorporate more realism into what the game's just kind yeah, of lacking. That, that sounds great. Um, I, I like, like, love all those ideas. Yeah, same with um, contracts. Is I just the way that EA does their contracts when you're wanting to resign guys just doesn't make a lot yeah, of sense. Yeah, you can't front load um, or back load. All, yeah, and, and not even just that. We all know that speed kills, right? And we all know that players don't get paid based on what their overalls are. Payers get played based on who's available in the offseason. So a guy that could be 80 overall in the game is going to ask for like $5 million a year. But if that guy at 80 overall is the best player at his position going into the, the off season, he's going to get paid a lot more than that. So we came up with um, another app, I'll call it that will, that will incorporate all that data and then give real world. Oh, that's cool. Uh, see, for us, I think it, we kind of get to that um, organically because a player could be 75 overall if he's whatever it is in the offseason. We're gonna guys will bid up. I mean, we just had somebody give a I think an 83 overall superstar in like the highest, most lucrative contract in NFL history because he had inside stuff, right? So, because there was like five guys in a bidding war for it. So, I, I understand what you're getting at, but we we do, I think we got to that point organically because of how competitive the league is and guys will bid up contracts on like you know above slightly above average players depending on how you know what's out there like you said yeah no that was my biggest that's that's honestly my biggest gripe when i talk over with guys like swami or some of the other guys i can't stand when guys can see what other people are bidding because that's just not the way that not the way the real life works i believe you submit your bid you you give them exactly what they want and and let's see where the dice fall so i mean everybody's got their own cup of tea um but I would love to get to a point where I guess I have to do less work in the off season and the game kind of takes care <laughs> of the rest. Um, but that's, that's what SPA is, man. That's how I view gaming is when I do sports gaming, I want to feel like I am really on the field. I want to feel like I'm really on the court or on the green or, or whatever game I'm playing. Um, I want it to be as realistic as possible. And that's just kind of the gamer I am. So those are the kind of the leagues I try to join. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, when it comes to uh, sports and what EA is doing going forward, I did have one more question. What do you see is going to be the biggest hurdle for all these leagues going into next gen? Um, the, wait, repeat that one more time. What would you see as the biggest hurdle for these leagues as they transition into next gen? Because I know that's something that we're getting a ton of questions on from commissioners that are DMing me is, is how, are, how are all these leagues handling going into the next generation? This year or next year? This year, well, well or this next year, year is nothing. It's just like a one button upgrade. It's, I mean, it's all the same. There's nothing different as far as the the, the franchise well, mode. I think what they're asking is more of 
how are these commissioners going to transition all these people if they don't have enough people? Oh, like, what are, gotcha, what are gotcha. Uh, just wait. I mean, <laughs> until because you know PS5 or Xbox Series X is still a supply constraint, right? So, um, not everyone has one. But if, if you can get one, I highly recommend because PS4 Madden plays way better on PS5. Uh, especially, uh, I have uh, I play in 4K HDR, and my PS4 Pro would struggle. It would actually lag a bit when I would play before. Um, but the PS5 is so smooth. And if you have two PS5 people playing against each other, the game loads up like instantly. Um, and it just runs way better. So um, I, I, for us, PML, we're, we're just, we, we plan to transition over to, to next gen, but the gameplay just hasn't been good. Um, and, you know, they released some patches today that's supposed to improve that, but the zones were horrible. A lot of the gameplay was just bad. So we delayed that. I think we're actually not even going to do to uh, move over. We're going to wait till next year um, or either um, maybe late, maybe last season. I don't know. But we, at least right now it's looking like we're going to wait till next to till, till Madden 22. Curtis, it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. I know that I've got a ton of questions when it comes to PML, um, but that's not what today's show was about. Today's show is really about getting sports gamers online out there to get your guys' site and the hard work that you guys have done to get this going. Um, again, guys, it's sportsgamersonline.com. Get over there. Check out all the stuff that they're doing. It is incredible hard work. I I'm telling you guys, you will not be able to look at this page and not see – the love that they have put into it. And when you see people that are passionate about what they do, it, it's very infectious. Um, get over there, look at their Patreon, look at becoming an insider. Again, they've got stuff for stocks. They've got insider stuff for gaming. Um, for 10 bucks a month, you can get a lot of help. And if you would have known about GameStop a month ago, you all would be a lot happier. Well, last Friday, if you would have sold last Friday. Um, <laughs> but get See what they are doing, and I highly recommend this. Curtis, it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. Good luck to everything you guys got going forward. This is your last opportunity to, to promote whatever you guys want, um, and then we'll go about our day. Uh, yeah, just check us out. Uh, like you said, um, sportsgamersonline.com. Uh, you can search us just SGO on YouTube, um, Sports Gamers On on Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Curtis, have a great rest of your day, man. Thanks for taking your time to be on the Lee Thanks, Crawler Podcast. One. Thanks for having me.